This week's podcast is brought to you by GameStop, the official sponsor of Slippery Cock University, where they will offer you the least amount of value for your most valuable possessions. Hey everybody, welcome in to this week's edition of the football podcast. I'm your host, Hunter McKinney, joined by my co-host, Fennel Patel, and our very special guest today. His name is Ren! <laughs> what this up, might fellas? be the first time I've actually been uh, caught on recording or been talked to this entire fantasy season. That's a very uh, valid statement. Yeah, big things happen to make this to make this work. <laughs> yep, we literally we we literally had to kidnap Ren and like put him in jail and smuggle in a phone to him. So we can get him to respond so he's not busy doing anything else. <laughs> All right, Fanny, what happened last week? Well, last week uh, we had AP on the show and crashed. Well, <laughs> well he did good with the picks, but uh, he actually, I think he, he, he accumulated four points for the, for the people. But Last week we had I won thanks to Alex Collins and the fumble at the one yard line. Hey. God bless that man. <laughs> <laughs> and we had Michael get upset by David, which still can't get over that one. <laughs> and then BK Randy's I think is the real wide receiver you, and he defeated quote unquote wide receiver you the wannabe. Uh, Dynasty somehow won. Zach's team. I don't know what happened there. And of course, trash. He's trash. <laughs> well, if he's trash, Ren's opponent was even more trash. Kim Jong Poon. Yes. Yeah, that guy. He, he needs some help. I got like a combined. You... Do what? I got a combined four points out of my running backs, I believe, <laughs> and won that matchup. <laughs> well, we have the top three. Uh, the top three people in the standings here right now. Dynasty, Ren, and Fenny Nation. So let's get, yeah, let's get right into it. This could be uh, something special here. Hopefully it is. All right, fellas. First matchup we're going to talk about is BK Randy's versus Dado. Now, one important note. Dado has traded away Julio Jones and Philip Lindsay in order to obtain his third tight end and Tyreek Hill. Hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, so Finney, uh, what do you think about this? <clears throat> yeah, uh, long dig Dido here going with the old three QB, three tight end. See how that works out, but he's got Kirk Cousins at Philly, Robert Woods at Seattle, Tyree Kill versus Jacksonville, Mark Ingram. He's starting Mark Ingram in his first game back versus the Redskins, who are they have a pretty good defense, I like to think. Yep. Um, and then BK Randy's, we got Tom Brady versus Indy, uh, Adam Thielen at Philadelphia, Juju Smith versus Atlanta, Ezekiel Elliott versus the Texans, and Peterson at New Orleans, and Fuller versus uh, Dallas. So, you know, I, I actually kind of slightly like David's team right now, but I think AP has too much firepower and, uh, I think his team's going to roll to an easy win this week. So, I definitely agree with you that Dato's team isn't that bad as of right now. But here's the thing. 
Lev Bell's coming back in two weeks, and he's going to be starting Mark Ingram. And since he traded away Philip Lindsay, he's going to be starting Mark Ingram and Mitchell Trubisky at running back, it looks like. So uh, <laughs> we'll see how that works out. But, uh, you know, I agree with you, Finney. BK Randy is going to mop the floor. Tom Brady is going to light it up. They're getting in stride. You know how they always do. Yeah. Thielen, I mean, Philly has some okay corners, but they're not going to shut down that pass game. And I think between Juju, Zeke, I think Ebron's going to have a good game too. Uh, it's it's just too much for Dato's team. I mean, Mark Ingram could be good, but his first game back is kind of like, eh, <clears throat> you know. We'll just have to Couldn't agree that. more with that. Yeah. What do you think, Ren? I'm definitely going BK Randy's as well. I think I'm very high on Zeke Elliott right now. I think that Dallas offense, at least offensive line-wise, is starting to get it figured out. Um, I really like Juju Smith-Schuster. I, I think just the Steelers are reeling a little bit. And every every time I watch them, you've got A.B. getting triple covered just about. So, I think Juju's getting a lot more targets. And I, I just really like the max up. And I also like Ebron. I think he's sneaky. So, I, I just really like BK Randy's. Ren, let me get back to you on what you just said about Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. There are rumors, according to my sources, that Des Bryant is in talks with the Cowboys to come back. Interesting. So if he they, comes if, back. I mean, if they sign me at wide receiver, then that would be better than what they've got. I mean, Gallup is okay. He's fast. Hearns hasn't been the same since he got hurt in Jacksonville. That Cole Beasley's like an inch shorter than me. <laughs> that wide receiver core is terrible. I've seen you run routes, and I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit on that one. You got them hands, Ren. I got I've great hands. Yeah. Great hands. <laughs> All right. We got to move on. We got the clean sweep. Yeah. Finney Nation versus wide receiver you. I'm going first this time. <laughs> so, Finney, I'm trying to keep in mind what you did to me last week. Yeah, I did that just for that SpongeBob line, which apparently was not a big hit. Yeah, no, because it didn't freaking work. <laughs> so, I can't do it to you, though. You got too much at running back in Baldwin. Not Baldwin, he's a receiver. In Gurley, Gordon, and Sony, I think it's too much to overcome. Kittle has been getting a lot of runs since C.J. Beathard has come in the lineup. They went to college together, so they already have a rapport from that and last year. And they were roommates. Yeah. Big Ben, mm. we're going to light it up. <laughs> and then your receivers are serviceable. So, I think <laughs> I think uh, Antonio Brown and OBJ are going to continue to disappoint, and this goober head is going to continue to keep him on his team and not trade him. So, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, well, I could not agree uh, more. Um, he's got he's got those uh, three wide receivers: Antonio Brown, OBJ, and I, I consider Travis Kelsey wide receiver in this on his team. But he's got those three guys, and even Kenny Galladay. But like I said last week, I'm gonna live and die by my running backs every week, and I'll take my chances. I like my chances every week with those three running backs. <clears throat> what do you think, Rand? Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. I'm taking Finney here as well. Just Wide receiver U is not the correct name for the team. 
He's definitely <laughs> got the names. But I think I've I've watched several of the Giants games so far this year, and the offensive line is gosh awful. Eli has no time <laughs> and has just lost his mind, bless his heart. So OBJ has not really got a chance. And I'm not really sure what's going on in Pittsburgh with A.B., I think the talent's still there. It's not like he's lost a step or anything. I think that offense is just really struggling to find an identity without Bell back. So, I, if that's your the team that you're going to be leaning on, then I'm I'm definitely picking Finney there. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> All right, moving on, fellas. Another clean sweep. We're going <laughs> to the absolutely undisputed, got dang ugliest matchup of the week. <laughs> and it's Kim Jong-poon <laughs> versus my That's... little hoe, oh. Zach Meyer. <laughs> this right. is going to be a tough one for me. Get yeah, out of here. It's, it's kind of like when uh, last year in Tennessee you played Florida. It's like they're so bad that you kind of want to watch just to see who comes out on top. <laughs> hey, Fanny, why don't you just shut the hell up for once? <laughs> uh, All right. No, okay. Tell me what you think about this one. I'll, I'll go first on this one. And keep the balls out of it. All right. I'm looking at uh, Kim Jong-un. You know, it's the same story every week because he doesn't change his dang lineup, really. So I'm not gonna bother and like bother anyone and waste time here. I think uh, SCU Patrick Mahomes, regardless of his matchup against Jacksonville, I think DJ's coming around. I hate to say it to you, McKinney. Yeah, I think he is too. And he's got Cooper Cup. Anybody on that offense is good. And Jared Cook, Jared Cook is looking really good. I mean, he's had two down weeks, but if the matchup is there, I think he, I think he's guaranteed 15 to 20 for you. He's going to go for 1,200 freaking yards if you don't watch it. Yeah. And he's starting Lamar. I mean, look, SCU doesn't have a great matchup. He doesn't have great players, but it's way better than Kim Jong-un. So give me uh, SCU right now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. You know, Aaron Rodgers is hurt. And, I mean, he's still playing, but, you know, how much can you expect? And children, listen up. This is the reason why you don't draft a freaking quarterback that early. Keenan Allen's been disappointing. Tevin Coleman, he's about to be a second stringer. Well, I mean, not really, but he's going to be a 1B to Freeman's 1A here soon. DJ yelled, not like that. Gronk's banged up. Demarius Thomas ain't done nothing. So, I mean, I hate to admit it, but DJ is starting to come around. But you know who else is coming around, Finney? Who is that? Micah Thomas. He never went away. He never went away. <laughs> you know who's about to be coming around? Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Cook. <laughs> yeah, his, his hammy better come along with him, too. Yeah, I'm going with Myers, though. I, I don't even need to see the matchups or even look. You just tell me the two team names. And I'm actually going with the upset here. I am not taking Myers. Um, I'm taking uh, Kim Jong-un. I'm taking Mr. Kim uh, (laughs) Jong-un because I believe he is deserving of a upset feel-good win here after I beat him (laughs) last week with four total points from my running backs. Um, 
And I think the Myers deserves to get beat by him. Ooh. So, there you go. What well, what's up with all this hate to uh Myers from everybody in the league? There there is no hate. There's no hate. He just is still slightly upset from a three one loss, which is understandable. And it's okay. I can chip him one of my World Series hats. Ooh. One of the three or four I've got. I'll send him one for Christmas this year. So Look, guys, Zach Myers is one of my favorite people in the world, and that's the only reason why I give him so much grief. <laughs> Put that on record. Love you, Myers. <laughs> Except for last week when you freaking sucked. <laughs> Moving on. The possibly marquee matchup of the week, just like last week, it's me versus some other scrub who thinks he's going to win. He's done been talking. He's done been talking, boys. And he don't even he – he obviously hadn't even looked at who his players actually play. He's got Kareem Hunt playing freaking Jacksonville. Alvin Kamara's playing Washington good defense. And Mark Ingram's coming back. Woo, boy, I'm picking me. <clears throat> We're surprised there. <laughs> That's a big surprise. I did not see that one coming. Dude, he's starting Austin Hooper. What the heck? Get out yeah. of here. <laughs> I think of any position, like anybody has a hole at in the league, I think Michael at tight end has got to be the biggest one possible. Yeah, that's a rough one. Like if you're streaming tight ends, like you don't you don't even have a tight end you can keep on your team for more than a week, you are kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, so let me let me just let me just go down these uh, matchups. Champions of Life with a new name. He's coming back with the new name. The new name already got him a loss versus the guy he was talking trash to last week, Doctor Dotto. <laughs> but he's got Drew Brees versus Washington. Drew Brees has been boomer bust, <laughs> which is hard for a quarterback. But... Which is bizarre for him too. Yeah, is that that offense, man? I don't know. Besides Kamara, obviously. But anyway, Stephon Diggs at Philly, and AJ Green versus Miami. I think his receivers here do have good matchups. Um, Kamara versus Washington. I I don't think you can go against Kamara at this point. AJ is... Green versus Miami is a terrible matchup. Yeah, but A.J. Green is A.J. Green. And so far this season, he's only had one down week, and he got eight points. So Yeah, that's true. But listen, Alvin Kamara, I, I, this guy in the entire NFL, he has more fancy points than every player, including quarterbacks. All right, so I don't care about the matchup. Alvin Kamara, give me another freaking 40 this week. Kareem mm-hmm. Hunt, all Kareem Hunt needs, like it's happened every week, is for Tyreek Hill. For somebody to get a deep ball and get uh, tackled at the one-yard line, he's going to run it in. Um, now, J.H.I., I don't know about versus Minnesota, but Minnesota's defense has been suspect. So, <clears throat> I think he's got some really good opportunities for some cheap touchdowns with his running backs, despite of the uh, difficult matchups. But then again, I can't go against the dynasty this week. We got Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper. Dalvin Cook at Philly. Dalvin Cook, I'm not big on yet. But Devontae Freeman, okay? Look out. Devontae Freeman could just pop out of nowhere and drop 25 this week, all right? Uh, Corey Davis at Buffalo, I think he's going to continue and, uh, you know, get 15 points. But I'm telling you, Cam Newton, Michael Thomas, and Devontae Freeman this week are going to win it for you. Oh, all right, Hmm. Randy. Hold on. What if? 
Joe Mixon doesn't play, and I get to start Geo in my flex. Who do they play? Uh, you know, I don't even. Freak. They play Miami. Yeah. Who? Uh, yes. Tony Michelle just had a breakout game against last week, so yeah. Wrecked them. <laughs> yep. All right, Rams. All righty. So, McKinney, I think your struggles with Cook are coming to an end. I think Cook is actually going to have a better week. I think, even though I like Geo a lot, I think that Corey Davis is finally going to start playing like a number five overall pick. I believe that's when he got picked um, in the draft. I yep. think the Tennessee offense is starting to figure out how to throw the football and how to create matchups for Mariota. So I really like, even though I like Geo, I really like the, you sticking with Corey Davis, especially against Buffalo. Good Lord, they're terrible. They're so bad. So their best corner retired in the middle of a football game. So I, <laughs> I, I, I like that. Colt. He's a former Colt. Couldn't blame him. Exactly. He went through hell. Go ahead. But I think this is the week you get beat. I truly believe that. Woo! I think. Hold on, the, hold on. I, <laughs> you remember what happened last week when some schmuck come on here and tried to do that? I know it. I know it. But I think A.J. Green and the Bengals offense is starting to figure out what they need to do. I think with Joe Mixon being out, they stopped trying to be this run-heavy team like they did with Jeremy Hill a few years ago. I think Bernard has always been their most talented back. They need to keep playing him and throw the football around. You've got Ross had a score last week. Tyler Boyd's broke out. There is a lot of talent on that offense, even though they lost Eifert. I'm not even sure who they're playing in this week, but they don't even really need a tight end. You've got three solid wide receivers. Now you've got a running back that can actually run between the tackles a little bit and come out the backfield. Then uh, I'm trying to think of the other. Oh, Kamara, my beast of the week. <laughs> he is matchup proof. And I'm thinking of a week like Jared Goff had. I think it was last week where he's playing one of the best defenses in the NFL and breaks out and has a huge week. Even though I don't think Jared Goff's there yet, I know Kamara's there. It doesn't matter who he plays. That man is probably, gosh, I think he's the best running back in the league. I truly believe that. Get out of here. That that offensive line isn't really that good. That offensive line is okay. He's probably the best best receiving running back out of the backfield, and he's proven week in, week out that he can run between the tackles. I think that he is – I think just sometimes tough. the tougher the matchup, the better he plays. I honestly believe that. Ren, Sean I, Payton, Drew Brees running the show up there, I, I think yeah. it's hard to bet against him. I think he's going for 35 or 40. Oh, my God. Green's having a good week. I, I, I think this is a week that's going to happen. But – I think this is going to be for sure the highest scoring matchup. I think that Mike wins here. It's going to be something like 175 to 170. Woo! I mean, it's going to be a it's going to be a great matchup to watch from afar. I'm glad I'm not in the middle of it. Right, I agree. Right. Two, two things. Two things. Real quick, Finney. One, guys, the Vikings aren't one of the best defenses in the league. They might have been last year, but they're not this year. They're not playing good. They must have some guys banged up. Look what Buffalo did to them. Come on, man. <laughs> and the second thing, Ren, did, did, did I hear you say that you think Gio Bernard's the best running back in Cincinnati? 
Yes. I think for what they try to do now for, for their system, for what they need to try to do, he's the best. Marvin Lewis always likes to have a Jeremy Hill, a bigger, typical NFL style, 220 something pound running back. But I think when they put Geo in that offense and have more of a scat back, top back, that offense always plays better. When he every time he does that, that they play so much better. But when he tries to go and act like he's got some big back and they try to run it on first and second down, that's when the Bengals end up eight and eight and barely missing the playoffs. Look, yeah. guys, look, now, Joe Mixon. Whenever he comes back to full health, we'll get Sullivan to the playoffs this year. I think he's that good of a player. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, what I was going to say, Ryan, I agree with Gio, Giovanni Bernard, all of your takes on that. But I think – You think he's better than Joe Mixon? In that offense, yes. In get that offense. For that, Joe Mixon for that catches fit. the ball fantastic. For that fit. For that, and it's not necessarily that. It's that fit of that offense. When he has a running back like a Jeremy Hill, like a Mixon, they want to pretend that they that they're a running balanced football team. They don't need to be that. I think they need to be a team that throws it more. And I think they've had more success doing that. Now, obviously, I'm not an NFL coach. I'm not somebody that scouts them all the time. But I feel like they're better just saying, "Okay, we're we're not going to try to be balanced. We're going to yeah. throw it a lot more." And they end up playing better. Because I mean, look at the talent they've got on the outside. Why do you want to waste yeah. all that talent? Targets yeah. on that talent. And also, McKinney. Let's not forget Joe Mixon last year. He was supposed to be like you know really really good, but he didn't do much last year. He was a and rookie. Okay, but listen, you're hyping him up. But even this year, he played one game and he he did good. So why are you taking that one game sample and just think he's gonna be amazing? Dude, he was fantastic in the preseason too. Okay, well moving on to what uh, Ren said about Kamara. I have a cold take here. Okay. Okay. Everybody is saying that uh, Ingram's gonna cut into Kamara's workload, and I agree. But listen here. Do not be surprised if by the end of the year, Alvin Kamara is a fantasy option that you can play at wide receiver or running back. All right, because hmm. I think they're going to line him. I think they're going to line him up and use him in the passing game even more, and they're going to keep Ingram in the backfield. So, don't. Be, I think Michael at the end of the year. I think there's going to be a shot where he can play Alvin Kamara at wide receiver. God, that'd be fantastic hmm. for him. Moving Awful on to for the, else. the matchup. Riceville Renz and Red Mamba. I love that name. Red Mamba. All right, Finney. All right. Give it to us, fella. Jared Goff at Seattle. Look, I feel bad for the guy. He dropped 40 on me and he still lost. <laughs> Devontae <laughs> Adams. It, he's dealing with a sore calf, I, I believe. So he could pull, you know, he could pull a calf muscle. Who knows at this point? Um, Jarvis Landry versus Baltimore. I think Landry's good, but the matchup is not good, especially with uh, Jimmy Smith. Is that his name? He's coming back. Yeah, Jimmy Smith. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Saquon Barkley at Carolina and Joe Mixon versus Miami. I think Mixon and Giovanni Bernard, I think that's going to be a uh, 1A, 1B type of deal just because we saw how effective Bernard is. So yeah. I think Mixon kind of lost a little value unless something happens to Gio here moving forward. Um, Jordan Reed at New Orleans now. Look, I hate I hate Jordan Reed. No, you don't. <laughs> I hate the guy. You'd start him right now if he's on your team. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even bother to pick him up. I'll get out of here. Anyways, Julian Edelman versus Indy. I don't know how that's going to play. You know, his first game back, are they going to, you know, have him on a pitch count? And I, I know he wasn't injured, but still. Um, look, 
Ren, I said this in week two, all right? I think, and I said you were going to start the season 6-0 and or 6-1, and and I still believe it because I think your team is fantastic. Especially Thank with you. Calvin Ridley. Oh, my gosh. What a steal mm-hmm. that is. You got Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins versus the Cowboys at home. Deshaun or Hopkins, I don't know how he does it, man. This guy gets points. But and then you got Cooks at Seattle. Great matchup. And that'll cancel out if golf goes off, I guess. But Kenyon no. Drake at Cincinnati. Kenyon Drake, I don't know what's going on there. I he really could don't. be benched for one of my bye week running backs. Like, that's how I feel about him right now. <laughs> well, he got to prove it, man. Yeah. Yep. McCaffrey versus the Giants. McCaffrey is a freaking beast, all right? You saw what he did in that last game they played before the bye week. 28 carries, 184 yards. God. Yep. The only thing that sucks about McCaffrey is he might have like two touchdowns a year for his whole career in Carolina. (laughs) Because the best goal line back in the league, his name is Cam Newton. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing with McCaffrey, man, Olsen is out, so McCaffrey's going to get so many more targets. And on top of that, just in the offseason, Ron Rivera was saying they're going to make him a workhorse, so he's going to get those carries on top. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, Jimmy Graham, like I said, hey, those uh, Packers receivers, one of them has a concussion. Something's wrong with Cobb. I think he just sucks. And the other one, Devontae Adams, has a calf issue. So Jimmy Graham, watch out, could blow up. Geronimo Allison has a concussion also. Did you say that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it might be like Devontae Adams hurt and that Marquez Scantling guy and yeah. Jimmy Graham and then the rest of them, like, rookies. Hey, so, I've went down to Ren's lineup. I haven't even went to the guy that I think is going to get him the most points, Calvin Ridley at Pittsburgh. Oh, get out of <laughs> here. <laughs> Listen, Julio Jones is going to get the attention like usual, and Calvin Ridley's got the speed. He's got the – you know, he can make those cuts, whatever you want him to do. Me and Tyler, we, we were watching the draft, and we're like, if this guy falls, I'm going to kill somebody because I don't know why they would let this guy fall this late. But here we are, and we're seeing it, you know. So, Rent, I think you have the best shot here to make the playoffs if you keep this team, even yep. more than me and Dynasty. I don't mm. know how Dynasty feels about it. If, if Kenyon Drake comes around, you're straight. You are solid everywhere. So, give me Riceville Rins here. By a lot. Mm. All right. I'm going to gr- against the grain, fellas. It's because I picked against him. <laughs> oh. No, it's not. I want to win. <laughs> Hunter Sullivan, if you're listening to this, I want you to listen to me. <laughs> Your team is fantastic. If you got a little bit better at receiver – your team would be top-notch. You've had rough luck, fella. It turns around this week. Jared Goff, fantastic. Devontae Adams, really good. Jarvis Landry playing on kind of a sketchy offense, but he's good enough to get you some points. Saquon Barkley, guys. This guy's going to be a superstar. I'm telling you. Same thing with Joe Mixon. I think you guys are dead wrong on Joe Mixon. He catches the ball fantastic he's a great runner between the tackles look guys all the guys that are top five running backs every year they can catch the ball they can run between the tackles well joe mixon is on his way to do that we never said he wasn't talented Mm. enough 
What? We never said he wasn't good enough. We're just saying if if you gave me the option of Mixon or Bernard in that offense, after seeing what's happened, I would pick Bernard. All I want Bernard. Day. And you're yep. both still wrong. Look, <laughs> look, guys, as good as the passing game is, it could be so much better if they could get a play action in there. Look, I mean, think about that. If, if they can open up the – uh, passing game even more with a good running back. Holy crap! Well, I feel like it's a Ingram and Kamara thing in New Orleans. Like, is Mark Ingram? Maybe that's not the same matchup here because Kamara is probably still a better running back. But you get what I'm saying. Like Ingram is a between the tackles right. runner, and you know if you put him on another team, if you put him with like the Cowboys, you put them him behind that offensive line or when they were healthy. I, I think he's kind of like Mixon. I think he's going to be a great running back. We'd be talking about him in these kind of conversations. But when you put Kamara in that offense, somebody that can run between the tackles, that can go out and catch the football, I, I believe that's honestly what Bernard is. Now, is he as good as that? No, no, that's a completely different level. But I think that's kind of the fit in the offense. And you're saying that Kamara fits in that offense better. I could not agree with uh, Ryan Thompson anymore. All right, well, you can just shut up. It's still my turn. (laughs) Look, I like Watson. I like Hopkins. But I'm wondering if game script isn't going to screw both those guys in Dallas. If uh, if if they get up big, because Dallas just don't really have a good defense, guys, especially whenever uh, Sean Lee's out, you can score all over him. Brandon Cooks, I think he has a good matchup, but man, there's just a lot of mouths to feed in that offense. And uh, Kenyon Drake kind of scares me. McCaffrey, I really like him. If if he could get some more touchdowns, he'd be for sure a top five guy for me. But he doesn't. And it seems like every game the Giants play, it's ugly, fellas. Like 17 to 10 ugly game. <laughs> so I'm wondering if that's not going to happen again this week. Really like Jimmy Graham. Look, I was talking to Finney the other day. I told him this stat. Calvin Ridley scores a touchdown every 3.1 receptions. Okay. The league average is 26.8 receptions. He's not going to keep that up. There's no way. So that's why I'm going with Sully here. Mm. Well, I'm glad we finally uh, didn't have all the same picks. Yeah. So I'm going to pick myself here, and (laughs) I wouldn't normally do that. But I do really like where my team's headed, and this is nothing against Sullivan. But I think Calvin Ridley – is I'm, I'm so happy I got him. That was a steal. I mean, Atlanta, I know maybe obviously at the first of the year they didn't use him a lot in the first game, and I think that's why he ended up on the waiver wire. But they spent a first-round pick on him. And that is an offense that needs to score, has talent. Obviously, when you've got Julio on one side, you've got a good stable of backs. I mean, I thought that guy was the best receiver coming out this year, hands down. He's one of the best wide receivers I've watched in the SEC in a long time since A.J. Green and Julio. So, whoever is going to get him was going to get a great football player. Now, is he going to keep that up, that touchdown rate uh, ratio up? No. No. But I think this is a guy that ends up over 1,000 yards this year easily, probably is going to have 12 touchdowns by the end of the year. 
Um, so I think he has another pretty good week. Um, I think Jimmy Graham is somebody I know I've everybody knows I love Jimmy Graham. He's gonna have <laughs> he's gonna catch a touchdown this week. I, I believe that Aaron Rodgers is gonna start finding him figuring out, hey, this is the best tight end I've ever had. It's probably the best guy I've ever got to throw to. He's gonna start figuring that out. McCaffrey, I, I I feel like like you were saying, I do think that's gonna be an ugly game. But I think it's going to be an ugly game like Cowboys-Giants a few weeks ago where Saquon has freaking 18 catches. I think that's what we're going to see here because Carolina's pit, or Carolina's wide receivers are terrible. But I don't <coughs> see the Giants' defensive line getting to Cam. I see a lot of Cam not finding anybody, scrambling around, scrambling around, dumping it to McCaffrey. I, I, another little side pick here, I bet he has 10 catches at least um, this week. Um, I I don't know. I'm a little scared about Cooks. Uh, I'd say he'll find a way to get ten, just because he's the most talented wide receiver in that group. And even last year in New England, when Brady had a bunch of wide receivers going around, Cooks always found a way to get a few catches to get ten points, even in a bad week. So I don't know. Nothing against Sully here, but I can't stand mixing. I, I don't think he comes back and helps him here. Oh my god. So, I think Adams gets I think Adams I, I I like him a lot, but I just think he's banged up and I think some of those targets are going to Allison and I think some of them are gonna go to Jimmy Graham. So I think it'll be close. I think Hunter has a good week, but I think I edge him in the end. All right, fellas, we gotta get this train rolling a little bit faster. Um all right, who's your bus of the week, Mr. Fennel Patel? All right, my bust of the week is no other than the infamous Kareem Hunt. Oh, my God. Mm. That's who I was going to freaking pick. <laughs> Look, he's coming around, okay? I mean, he's getting the points. I think that's all that matters in fantasy. It doesn't matter if it's a 99-yard run or a one-yard touchdown run, you know? He's coming around, but against the Jaguars, there's going to be no room, I don't think. And I think Mahomes is finally going to see the effect of playing, you know, like a legitimate defense. Not saying the other teams weren't legitimate, but it's the Jaguars. Yep. Who you got, Ren? Uh, I hate to say this because he's throwing the football to one of my receivers, but I honestly feel like Jared Goff. And I don't think it's something where he has just a terrible week himself. I just think where you're talking about game script, I think they're going to be running the football a lot. I don't think they're going to throw it around like they did last week. Ren? We appreciate that, but you can't pick a quarterback for. The oh shucks! <laughs> oh shucks! Tickle my feet and call me Pete. <laughs> well, let me get some Beckham then. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's a, that's a great pick Beckham. too. <laughs> yeah, because like I said earlier, I think I mentioned that earlier. Heaven help that offensive line, and Eli's got a mental block. So, Ron, let me ask you: Would you start Kaepernick over Eli Manning? Yes, because he is not getting negative points currently. <laughs> he cannot potentially go negative. No, I, I really like Eli. The, what I've watched, the arm strength work still there. That offensive line is terrible. And he has just been – I mean, he's just petrified back there. He's just – he's seeing ghosts from the last five years of him just getting hammered. Yeah. 
It's kind of like Guarantano. He sees. Yeah, uh, I mean, literally, literally. Eli wakes up and sees Demarcus Ware standing at the foot of his bed every night, just scared to freaking death. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he's just worried that he can't make Peyton's uh, golf matches, you know, from those commercials. If you don't shut up about Tennessee players. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My bust of the week is AJ Green. You want to hear it louder? AJ Green. He's going to get shut down by that fantastic Miami secondary. Mark it down, fellas. It's going to be fantastic because I'm going to beat freaking Gooberhead over here. He's done got two players on the bus list. Great day mm. to be me. Mm. Ren, who's your beast, fella? Alvin, Trapstar, Kamara. Shout out Not to Nick Saban. Even close. Best running back in the NFL. Can catch it as good as anybody. Can run it between the tackles as good as anybody. Just full package of a running back. He's in the perfect I offense. I I know he went to Tennessee. I got to watch him firsthand. I watched I remember watching practice videos of this guy. I remember watching him in games and thinking, wow, Butch Jones is an idiot. He should get the ball 35 times a game. And you're finally seeing somebody do that with him. And I'm so happy for him. <laughs> but, Ren, Jay- not even close. Jalen Hurd's a really good running back, Ren. He was a good running back. McKinney, you shut up. He's probably a better wide receiver at this point. <laughs> he is. He's look, like really good. Look, hey, hey. Yeah, by the way, he had a rushing touchdown last week. They- they gave him a little tough sweep action. Look, I don't want to talk about it. Fanny? <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. Same thing with Hurd applies what we talked about with Bernard. It's all a Bernard mix. It's about how you use them in your system. Correct. Oh. All right, anyways, my my uh, beast of the week, Julio motherfucker Jones. Get out of here. <laughs> he's going off this week. All right. It's finally time. He's been, you know, he's doing. he's been doing what he usually does. He builds up, builds up, builds up yards, and then he blows up, all right? And that's what's going to happen here in a great matchup against the Steelers. Uh, it's just going to be a shootout. So, I like Julio for 30-plus this week. Julio's... Hot take. I got a hot take Oh, there. my gosh. Julio does not end up with the most points in his wide receiver core this week. Woo! That's not a hot take. That's been going on for a month. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> – Look, guys, Julio's going to be guarded by Vol for Life, Cam Sutton. Yeah, give me Julio for 50 now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I doubt. I'd say it's going to be Joe Hayden and Artie Burns or Cam Sutton all over him all night. So, yeah. Fellas, my beast of Let's the week. Let's hear it. My beast of the week is Melvin Gordon. The third. Woo! I think that's this, the first time I've had a player featured on uh, Beast of the Week. Go guys, huh. this guy is playing one of the worst defenses in the league in Oakland. And the only thing that makes this even better is this could be a shootout because Oakland's starting to get a little bit of rhythm on offense, too. So, I think I think Melvin's going to be great this week. Enjoy for now. How much are you calling? How much do you think he'll go for? Melvin? Huh. I'm saying the number 37's in my head. 
keys. <laughs> Yikes. I don't, I don't think know Melvin, why, but the number 37 is in my head. So we're going to go ahead and put you down for 37 for Melvin, all right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> if I get it right on, do I get uh, five extra points? You get Melvin for a week, all right? How about that? Hey. We got the three commissioners on here, and we all agreed. It's on, right. it's on the podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I retract. Anything else we need to talk about, fellas? Um, Vols hmm. give the dogs a little bit of a scare there for a little while. Look, man, I'll be the first to admit, either Georgia is overrated or those players are cocky, but I think it's a mix of both. Look, there was some bull crap going on. The fact that Isaac Nada picked up a fumble <laughs> and ran it in, I almost choked on my daggum tongue. I was so pissed off, dude. That was... I think that might be the end of our last decade of bad stuff happening to us, though. Well, you had because that. I, I think Barkley. that I think that's the football gods' version of a makeup call oh. for the Arkansas game in '98. Yeah. I honestly feel like that's pretty close to what that is. That's giving that. Georgia their Arkansas of '98 right there, and the curse is broken. That's the way I see it. Are you familiar with Jeremy... that, Fennell? I am not, but I've seen so, it on Twitter, but I never looked it up. So, Tennessee was about to lose to Arkansas, and they were in the victory formation. Am I right, Rand? No. Correct. Or they were they were running the ball okay. with, yeah. like a minute. We had no timeouts. We're number one in the nation, getting ready to get beat at home. And then, you may finish it? Yeah, go for it. Quarterback, he's under center, snaps the football. I believe an offensive lineman stepped on his foot. He strips in the rain, puts his hands down with the football in one hand, puts it on the ground, and literally lays the football on the ground and then falls and stumbles away. Tennessee recovers. I believe we go down and score or kick a field goal, one of the two, and win and end up winning a national championship. And it was literally just a gift of all gifts. He literally sat the football down on the field, and we picked it up. And Why have I never heard this when I live in Tennessee? That quarterback was the famous SEC analyst, Clint Stoner, or Sterner, or however you say his name. So, yep, that was pretty cool. Oh, though. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> Is that not something, dude? <laughs> Holy crap. Between got that, fired, this guy. Between that, the comeback win against South Carolina in 2015 and the Hail Mary against Georgia in 2016, yeah. Yep. Hey, let me tell you, I would give you guys a Hail Mary every other year if it meant the following year Georgia made it to the national championship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, I think Kirby needs to chew their asses out because I don't think that they're really overrated because the t- talent is there. But those guys, man, I watch them. They're just cocky. They're just yeah. cocky, you know, they're getting complacent. And they're about to get a reality check here in Baton Rouge where I will be at. So look for your boy on CBS at 330. Look, my, my biggest takeaway for now is Tennessee hasn't got any pressure on the quarterback at all, all year. Yeah, dude. And they were getting back. They there. had, what, three or four sacks? Dude. Yeah. Something, something's bad wrong on that yeah, right side we, of that offensive no, line. We had two offensive linemen, two starters out, so we were shuff- we, had shuff- we had guys shuffled around. And but Kate Mays is a baby-faced you know? piece of trash. Yes, Kate Mays. <laughs> Mm. All right, well, fellas. Well, if that's all we got. Yep, I'm going to have to sign out, guys. We out. Thanks, Ren.
Y'all have a good one. Peace, Peace fellas. See you. This week's podcast is brought to you by Brock Lesnar, the official sponsor of the Champions of Life, because the streak is over.